All right. Happy Friday. I don't know how your Friday's going, but we kind of got the giggles in the studio today. It's <laughs> Friday. Yeah, in a good way. Well, because it is such a heavy news day as well when we're talking yep. about history yep. making in politics. So balance that out. That's right. All right, on Fridays, we'd like to do this little segment where we talk about things maybe you haven't heard or needed a little refresher on. It's called In Case You Missed It. Let's go to New Zealand. Oh. Sky Nest is the name of this product. Air New Zealand, and the product is called Sky Nest. It's on airplanes. Crystal Cabin Awards recently decided that this was the best innovation in the economy cabin, so that's what most of us fly in, the main cabin on airplanes. Air New Zealand has decided that you will be able to buy bunk beds. It Look at the picture. It looks like a bunk bed, like we've all seen. And this isn't just in the fancy, like, you know, you got to be in business class or first class. And it's not just futuristic. So the Crystal Cabin Award says usually when they give awards, it's for stuff that's in the concept stage and may happen eventually. Air New Zealand says you will be able to buy, uh, purchase a ticket for a bunk bed beginning next year. Here's my question. What, what? would be more desirable? And expensive, probably. The top bunk or the bottom bunk? Do you want the top bunk or the bottom bunk, knowing that you may not know the other person on the airplane? I had the top bunk. I had a loft dorm room in the and well in the dorm room in college, and I did one of those spectacular panic dreams where I thought I was missing out on a final, and I sat bolt upright and I almost broke my nose. Like I hit the ceiling so hard. So I would vote bottom for me. What What's the separation of space between? Uh, Look, it looks like the separation of space is maybe two feet. Okay, that, between that's if you're laying on the back bunk and the and the one above you, that actually looks like more room than like I've been on a train in Europe yeah. and I've yeah, been like, bad. whoa, this is really tight. Yeah, this is not bad. And you're tall. Uh, yes, I think in that light, I would I would usually be better on the bottom bunk in most instances. It also allows me to get to the bathroom quicker. Yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm 55. Right? Oh my gosh, I, I got to go to the bathroom in yeah. the middle of the night. These are realities. I get bottom, it. Right? Like a one stream thing or two things stream. Well, that's a different. Uh, thing. This is something I do enjoy about the design of aircraft and. <laughs> article is really using the space smart so i'm yeah i'm let's let's try out the bunk exactly bed. depends how many old fashions i've had that's true in case you missed it whoa in case you missed it a couple of celebrities <laughs> have now moved on first can we pay tribute to pro wrestling legend and highly entertaining villain the iron sheik was he this, a bad guy in wrestling? Oh, yeah. He was a bad guy. You're yeah, right. this was his entrance music. Uh, he was born in Iran, kind of embodied that uh, whole time in the 80s, and was a big foe of Hulk Hogan, Bob Backlund, Sergeant Slaughter. Hmm. He passed away Wednesday, age 81. Uh, he, but he had a very interesting history. Not only was he a very charismatic and compelling villain in all of the WWF and WWE world, but before he started professional wrestling, he was a bodyguard for the last Shah of Iran. Wow. Then he moved here, was wrestling in Minnesota. I was talking with, with Jeff Wagner, our teammate, about this. He was a big fan of the Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah. Jeff used to wrestle. <laughs> Still does. He did, yeah. But wrestling, uh, just it broke into professional wrestling in Minnesota and actually also helped train U.S. Olympian athlete wrestlers in 1972 and just built this uh, very... Big following. So uh, rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. And he also has been credited uh, with uh, coining the phrase jabroni. If I could. You know it, jabroni. There we go. So 
I, I, I never heard that. I don't know what that is. You know it, Jabroni? No. It's okay. I wouldn't have credited it to the Iron Sheik if you put me on a lie detector test. <laughs> is that That's a beer? Amazing. A Jabroni? Yes, it is. So for those of you pro wrestling fans of all ages, uh, rest in peace, Iron Sheik. And then I want to note that the woman who sang The Girl from Ipanema. This lovely voice. Is this part of the Sinatra song? It, well, this isn't the Sinatra version, but he did oh, a cover yeah, of yeah. it as well. I, I love that Sinatra version. Her name is Astrud Gilberto. And she passed away earlier this week at age 83. And this is that bossa nova sound that was huge in the 60s when this came out. And she helped popularize that. Uh. And let's pay tribute to the legend that was the girl from Ipanema, Astrud Gilberto, in case you missed it. In case you missed it. We're all familiar with the Jack Daniels bottle, right? Yes. Kind of an iconic logo it's that black logo around the mm-hmm. glass bottle with the caramel colored whiskey in there jack daniels oh, yeah. number seven tennessee whiskey you can picture the bottle in your head right now there's actually a follow-up to it in oh. case you missed it i did a couple of months ago yeah yeah the supreme court yesterday sided with jack daniels in a dispute over a poop themed dog toy <laughs> no. that parodies its iconic liquor bottle ruling that a lower court aired <laughs> when it said the toy was covered by the First Amendment's free speech protections. So this dog toy created by VIP Products, it is strikingly similar to the Jack Daniels bottle. (laughs) However, instead of old number seven, it says old number two. (laughs) The distillers sue the company over the toy, which is replete with scatological humor, which I appreciate, claiming it violated a federal trademark law, which usually centers around how likely a consumer is to confuse the alleged infringement with something produced by the owner of the mark. Now, I would not anticipate that Jack Daniels and Bad Spaniels is really all that similar. (laughs) No. And the picture of a Spaniel on the bottle, you're probably not going to confuse that. In addition, it's a plush dog toy. There's no liquid inside. Not that I see. Yeah. Maybe a squeaker. (laughs) The old number two on your Tennessee carpet. That's the language on the bottle instead of the old number seven Tennessee whiskey. But nonetheless, VIP dog toys is... uh, they're out. The poop-themed dog toy must go or be redesigned. In case you missed it. How about a bonus one? How about, how, about a, how about a bonus in case you missed I it? I like that. Should, I'm ready. Should we do that? Sure. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. That is Kellis. Kellis is 43 years old. That song came out 20 years ago. Okay, you know that song. Well, Kellis. I think I think it might be Keyless. Keyless. Good enough. Either way, either way. Keyless Kellis. All right, we'll go with Keyless. Well, this girl is dating Bill Murray, the Ghostbusters oh, no. guy, the Caddyshack guy. My Bill Murray? Yeah, he's 72. I would have thought he was 82. And I would have thought she was younger, right? Uh, yes. I would have thought she was in her 30s and he was in his 80s. Oh. Uh, they've been dating. They're hot and heavy. Oh, they've been gosh. seen all over London. She's been at concerts. Uh, he's been at her concerts. They've been seen in hotels coming and going at dinner together. He has been known to have good musical taste in the past. What, what went wrong here? What? But So it's interesting. I don't know about that. Oh, she sang on a Duran Duran song. Oh, great. Called The Man Who Stole a Leopard. So I, she's good. They don't need the help. She's good. But um, He's not a nice person, by the way. He's in trouble right now because they suspended filming on his movie because he threw an ashtray at Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> oh, told a my. Film, 
Told a film producer on that oh, film no. he was going to throw her across the parking lot. Recently got divorced, and she says he's addicted to uh, alcohol and marijuana, and he's a domestic abuser. So, Keyless, be careful, girl. I, prior to this uh, with Keyless, the only milkshakes he was consuming were likely insured. <laughs> <laughs> you saw him on the big screen on opening day, Greg, at Wrigley. Yeah, I wanted, he, to, I wanted to throw a baseball at the screen. He chugged horchata. He is, he, he is the most overrated actor Hollywood has ever seen. He's not funny. I, he had one role in Caddyshack that made me laugh. Kind of. And nothing that else after kinda. that has ever made me laugh. Well, yeah. I can recommend Groundhog Day, at least. Give over that a chance. Over and over again? Do you watch yes. it over yes. and over? He's not funny over. in Lost in Translation, but he's very good in that. <laughs> 